welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Fresh off the heels of the 2022 economic forecast, Barry Habib is joining us. Welcome, Barry. Hi, how are you? Great. It's good to finally meet you. I have a lot of questions and a little bit of time to ask them, so I'm going to blow right through them. So, You've built quite the lasting brand, and I'm sure you've been in every move that you've made has been intentional. What are some of the keys to your success along the way? Well, I know that everyone's been intentional, but some have been just to try and adapt and react. But do I do try and stay what I call staying on offense, you know, try and plan and be able to set an agenda or a plan. Of course, things come along the way, but you have to try and stick to that. So I think that's very important. You know, if you get in your car and you're going somewhere that you're unfamiliar with, you don't get just drive and start going, right? So what you really want to try to do is plug in the destination first into your GPS, and then you kind of can reverse engineer how you're going to get there. You know, you can see step-by-step along the way. So I think that's very important. If we find out what it is that we're trying to accomplish, what we'd like to do, now we have our end goal, and it's really important to reverse engineer, how are we going to get there? What are the next steps that we have to take so that every step along the way and all the different building blocks that have to go into it will get us closer and closer to our ultimate goal? And that can change along the way. The, the road can change. The goal may even change. But you want to try and be moving in a forward direction. I think that's very important. And also, you know, yes, levels of success. Well, you know, we all want to try and be more successful. We want to try and improve every day, right? So for me, That includes trying to not just have goals that are dollar-oriented, which are fine. That's great to have. You know, you could do a lot more good for yourself and for others by having some dollar success. So no one should ever be ashamed of that. You know, take it from me. I grew up extremely poor. I understand what it's all about to be on the other side of the tracks too. But that's part of it. The other part is setting goals and achieving them because that builds confidence. If you can always set a goal and get there that tends to make you feel better about your chances into the future and setting even higher goals and knowing that you'll get there is is important. Confidence is a really, really critical element, not cockiness, but confidence and believing in yourself. But then there's also the real key, I think, is fulfillment. And you can have a lot of very happy people that don't feel fulfilled and therefore they are lacking an element of happiness. So you can have a lot of money, you can have a lot of achievement, but if you don't have fulfillment, that could be something that causes people to feel a lot less happy than they should. So in that pursuit of happiness, make sure you're doing things that make you feel good about what you're doing, that you're doing good in the world, that you're helping others along the way. You know, be reaching forward maybe with one hand, but maybe with the same movement forward, you have a hand that's back, that's pulling people along with you. So I believe that that's something that will give you fulfillment. I love that. As mortgage bankers who are fresh or new to the business, confidence doesn't always come easy. Making sure you grow through your discomfort and fulfill your dreams, it's just, you just got to start, right? So one of the things that you mentioned was um, demographics are destiny. So as things are changing in the industry and it's everything's kind of coming in all industries, a little bit more automated, where do you see that going for our industry? Well, 
you know, it could be a tool that helps us, but it also can be something if we don't stay on top of and we don't use the tool to propel us, it could actually be a hindrance and it could become something that that becomes competition against us. So we have to be very careful. It means that we always have to grow. There's no middle ground here. If, if you're not growing, you're dying. So we have to force ourselves and push ourselves. And this is, this is why you see people that you know, attain some success, but then if they don't continue to push themselves and work hard, that they, they lose that, um, then they become less relevant. And this is why you see the very successful people that are out there like, why are you working so hard? Why are you pushing yourself? They seem to be pushing themselves and working harder than somebody who's new and trying. Like you, you might want to look at them and say, hey, haven't you earned it? Haven't you made it? No, if what you really want to do is you want to be successful, you know, and you've learned that the winners don't relax. The winners that are out there continuously push themselves to be better. And again, part of that is because they feel a responsibility to those that they're giving advice to, that they need to be giving the very best advice, that they need to be they feel a responsibility to want to do things that are going to be relevant and meaningful. Heaven forbid, if you've ever had to go to a physician, you don't want to go to a physician who hasn't stayed on the cutting edge of what's going on, right? That can have a very negative impact on those patients. But the physicians who really say, wow, I've got a responsibility. And what I have to do is push myself every single day to continue to learn so that those that I'm caring for and I'm responsible for, I'm doing the very best of my ability. Well, it's the same with us. We're the physician of their dollars. We are there to help them and be stewards for them on the most important financial transaction and the largest one that they're about to make in their life. And if we don't take it seriously and we don't push ourselves, then we're probably not doing the very best job. And it's not somebody that if you were referring your best friend, your parent, your child to, you wouldn't want them going to that mortgage professional, right? So which mortgage professional do you want to be? Huge. That's huge. Education is the ma- one of the biggest pieces of it because in my mind, education is building that trust. So an automation is just a nice accent. Here and there, we'll, we'll use it, I'm sure. Trust is everything. Trust is in your love relationship, right? In your family, with your referral sources and with your customers. Everything, everything depends on trust. And if you think about your initial dialogue with a customer, in the first five to 10 minutes, there will be a vibe or a feeling that they get, whether they really want to do business with you or not so much. Now, I'm not saying you can't overcome that, and I'm not saying you can't lose it, but it sure gives you a great benefit and head start if you gain their trust. And the two best ways to gain their trust, number one, is with education, to be able to show them that you take what you do so seriously that you are up on it and you're educated and you're head and shoulders above your competition. They're going to trust you more because you embody all the qualities of somebody who is serious, smart, hardworking, and that's what you're going to do for them because you've done that to educate yourself. And then the other is with vulnerability. Stop selling and start treating them like your best friend, your parent, your child, and advise them. And that means telling them everything that's potentially negative. You will win more transactions by telling them to what to watch out for than trying to sell them what's good for the transaction. I love that. And it's so important. Transparency and being honest with them upfront goes such a long way. Well, in the token of demographics, what do you think the next generation of loan officers looks like? Well, we're seeing it already. There was a period of time, especially after the financial crisis, where nobody wanted to get into the mortgage business, right? And it used to be where the mortgage business used to be the best kept secret. I mean, nobody went to school and said, when I grow up, I'm going to be a loan originator. But it has become more in vogue 
as has realtors. I speak to so many young people today and they say either I'm getting into real estate or I'm going to be in real estate, I'm getting into more because they hear about it and they hear about the dollars that people are making. And it sounds like a fun business. Well, as we all know, yeah, there's some benefits, but man, there's a lot of hard work behind that too, right? So I think that the newer loan originators that are out there have to be careful that they've experienced a period of time that refinances have been more abundant and that the real estate market's hot. But as we know, it doesn't always be this generous to us. Right. So what we have to make sure we understand is that, is this a quick hit? Is this a job or is this a career? And if indeed you want to make this a career and you want to be able to withstand any marketplace, like those who have been in the business and successful for a long time have, then you have to take it really seriously with your level of professionalism and education because shooting fish in a barrel doesn't make you able to do that when the barrel's less full. You have to be able to today push yourself to be that advisor so that in the more uncertain times ahead or less generous times ahead, you can still outshine your competition, win those referrals and win those customers. All right, my last question for you. Can you lend forward your crystal ball knowledge on what you think the biggest change or shift in the industry or market is going to be? Well, you know, the industry is always changing and there's a lot of unknowns there that are difficult. The biggest danger is always regulatory change, right? Because that's just a few individuals that can really change a lot of outcomes out there. So that's one that that's just hard to predict because there isn't necessarily logic behind it. And I try and make the best guesses upon logical permutations. So when it comes to the market, I think the biggest shift that we're going to experience is demographically, that strong demand, does that demand that's in sheer numbers of people, if we see interest rates move up, does that keep up? And then what happens if what I think is going to happen where we see interest rates actually decline with that strong number of demographics over a limited number of homes and opportunities, what happens there? I don't think there's any easy solutions for the lack of inventory that's out there. So I think what we need to be able to do is figure out a way to provide more homes that will satisfy the demand that's out there other than just bidding up the homes that we have in both the purchase side and the rental side. So when you have these situations, solutions tend to appear. What do they say? Necessity is the mother of invention. Well, it appears right now there is a necessity for more homes to be built or more housing to be available. So does that mean that maybe government steps in and says we need to subsidize building or influence building or do tax abatements on new building to get that out there? I think that there's going to be a shift to try and meet the rising demand with more supply, although at this point, it's unclear how that comes to be. Wow. It's going to be a big year, big few years. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Barry. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And Thea says thank you too, by the uh, way. She, Thea, is, Thea is a rock star. I love her. I do too. She's awesome. She's such a sweetheart. Well, it was so good to meet with you and I'd love to get with you more often. We are trying to build out our podcast, as you probably have seen. So I've got a lot of innovative ideas around it that I'd love to float by you and not a ton of time that you can just willy-nilly give out. But if I can get on your calendar, I'd appreciate it. You bet. You bet. Yeah. Just let us know. We'll figure it out. Another one that you should talk with is Dan. He's really good too. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. He would be great. He would be great. And he can talk with you about cryptos that everybody's interested right now too. 
Perfect. Well, good. All well, right. I know you have to get, so I, um, I appreciate it and have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in lending forward. So go lend something forward today.